Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I am Kevin Prendeville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our children, we're losing an entire generation. And today we'll be diving headfirst, as always, into controversial subjects undaunted by political correctness. Now last week, uh, as a guest for sports talk show host uh, Colin Coward, uh, Doug Gottlieb made an interesting statement, and it was along the lines of, I guess we, meaning the media, uh, are just anti-establishment. We're pro-player and anti-Congress and anti-president. Uh, while I don't have an issue necessarily with what he said, he has the right to his opinion, he does bring up a few reasons about why our education system is part of the crime of the century. So, uh, and I, I've, I've defended Alex Jones here, but, but what I meant when I said it's created kind of this, this perfect storm, this great crime of the century. It's not, uh, here, I'll, uh, I'll do an impression. It's not, ah, the communist Chinese are coming. Ah, they're, they're, they've got little slanty eyes. They're like aliens from the fifth dimension. Um, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, uh, it's, it's this perfect storm where an ideology that has been prevalent in the universities that has come from this, and it does have a long philosophical background, but it's been flawed every time it's been used and created tyranny. We can use empirical evidence to determine that. So it's not like um, it's not it's not like it hasn't been. It's not like it's not philosophically sound, but it's just it's not practical. There's a difference between the philosophical and the practical, and the problem is you have such a far left influence. Uh, in, the, in, in the media, and actually Ben Shapiro was talking about this the other day, and he's been uh, Harvard educated um, uh, for, for you know, lawyership, and that, that's one of their prominent, um, and, and really mo one of their, Harvard's most respected um, uh, you know, programs. And he was talking about how far left that program has become, that he I think he was there in the, the 90s, 2000s. I'm not sure his timeline exactly. Um, but he remembers one relatively conservative professor. You know, uh, you look at Alan Dershowitz, who for the longest time was as far, not far left, but he was on the left. And, 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 and even he's not far left enough now. Now he has to go to Fox News to, to have a reasonable commentary. It's not even like far right wing. It's just not communist, so he's not allowed on CNN. And it, it becomes dangerous because you look at the, the echo chamber that's been created and it's, and we'll get to Gottlieb, but you know, this is about the academic institutions and they have really created a lot of these falsehoods. You know, you've created um, a, a lot of falsity when it comes to identity politics that you know, there are still groups oppressed, and that, that is a symptom born out of the disease, which is known as uh, communism, socialism. A lot of that can only exist if you, if you subscribe to the idea that there are these certain groups that are always oppressed or, or that all hierarchies are based on power. We did a, a podcast based on kind of explaining that hierarchy, and we'll probably revisit it. If there's some things I could have done better, but that's for a different day. Regardless, the media, and I don't want to allege it's a Soros Chinese conspiracy, I think it's just a symptom of how these people were taught. Whenever they 
would write a paper on journalism whenever they would um, practice that field while they were in college you were and I've experienced this in other programs you're rewarded for having a left leaning view and if you're trying to get a job if you've always wanted to be a sportscaster if you've always wanted to you know be paid to provide a commentary on sports politics whatever it is why would you want to sink those chances by by failing out of a, a college program to stand on some moral high ground many people I've done it before you just kind of seed that ground type up a bunch of BS whether you believe it or not and uh, uh, you'll get a good grade but for those who don't have the same uh, historical and conservative background that I have um, or that some of my peers have had it's very hard to distinguish between what's real and what's not and that BS that you type up for the good grade isn't you know a bunch of crap anymore that's it's it's it becomes real and and that creates a problem in which we it shapes your worldview and there's nothing to challenge it because everyone else in the media thinks the same way you do and so then you start to project that worldview on the in the case of CNN and MSNBC on the news and you see this in the Kavanaugh hearings where we see Harvey Weinstein and one person accuses and we look into it it looks you know like Weinstein's doing some not great things and then two and three and four and people just start accusing him then you dig into the evidence you find out wow this guy's a terrible horrible Clinton donor no I'm kidding rapist and uh, I mean there's not too much of a difference and um, and and we realize that hey this guy needs to, this guy needs to be held accountable he needs to go to prison this this is not somebody we want that high up in our American hierarchy so we get rid of them kick them out boot them down to the bottom that's how the system works Bill Cosby you know um, it's a shame because he is talented it's a shame he's afflicted with that uh, his his sexual tendency but also those women shouldn't have to suffer through it and 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 so again same thing fame money he um, remember they did a Don Rickles special in 2014 Bill Cosby was on it you know he was he was well respected he was at the top of that hierarchy but you know you're responsible for your actions and he committed a horrible sins against nature and so we booted him down to the bottom of the hierarchy he should go to prison and I don't feel bad about saying that um, because what he did was wrong but it becomes an issue when and you've heard a lot of conservatives say it when you weaponize a Me Too movement um, which was not inherently a bad movement it was just a way for the and there is I'll clarify I mentioned rape culture and there's the there are two places that exists uh, college campuses and Hollywood so it does exist I'm, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself but the two places that preach against it are the only two places it actually exists and the Me Too movement I think was a way for women in Hollywood to actually be able to say something about it because it's 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 been a you know a dirty secret of Hollywood for ages you know and so I don't necessarily I, I don't think the movement was a bad idea I think it was great but now the left has weaponized it and said well you know we've seen it before where Harvey Weinstein one person accused him turned out he was guilty okay well that's because Weinstein was guilty that's because he was an awful person 
Kavanaugh has not had one other person corroborate uh, Blasey Ford's story. He's had multiple people accuse him that it turned out the accuser was lying. The whole reason we have this whole system with evidence is so that we don't end up with the kangaroo courts of the French Revolution or the Soviet Union, where if the political establishment says, I don't want you anywhere near me, you're dangerous, you think, uh, they can just accuse you of something and have this little uh, show trial where they, they, they make the accuser seem like they're Jesus and uh, make the, the person who is about to be uh, silenced make them seem like this horrible, terrible person. Um, but it, it's politically useful. And that's all this Kavanaugh stuff. Uh, you'll remember the, uh, the Women's March that, that didn't want Kavanaugh. They, they said, we oppose the nomination of, and they released a statement with, it was before they edited Kavanaugh's name in there, and it had three X's. So whoever Trump nominated, whoever, the, this would have happened to. So it's not too far-fetched to think that if this all gets delayed, whoever gets, if there's ever another nominee, you know, if that, you know, the chickens come to roost on uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, that, uh, some, that, that someone else this couldn't happen to. So let's, we'll bring it back to, to Gottlieb in a second. But where this started was for, first, if you remember the, the idea of this rape culture in America came from the radical feminists that were in the universities and teaching their students that uh, all men hate women and they want to rape women and all these, you know, rather asinine assertions, but there was nobody to challenge their worldview, nobody to challenge what they were saying. And so, and, and there is probably, there's a lot of drinking on college campuses, obviously, and there's a lot of um, debauchery. So it's not far-fetched to think that it doesn't happen on college campuses as a whole, but you look at American society and the way that we treat people who do commit rape, you can't say there's a culture around it because, uh, you know, men who commit those acts are treated accordingly. And that's, and that's, and they're not treated in a, in a nice well, way, again, unless they're Bill Clinton or, you know, uh, Larry Elder or uh, Cory Booker, or unless they're politically useful, they're treated horribly, as they should. And so the issue when it comes back to Gottlieb's comments, and, and, and I want to be sure that this point is clear, the universities start this radical left view of the world. Then, in the media, there's nobody to challenge those worldviews, so they start projecting those worldviews on the news and start to sway the public um, just, just because that's how they see the news and how the news is presented to them. They start to sway the public and, into certain ideas and ways of thinking, hence the mob rule with, with Kavanaugh and where it brings up the whole, well, he's accused, so he's guilty. That's where all that comes in. Now, on the other side, we have uh, Gottlieb and uh, the sports world. And sports are, are, are very interesting in, in the sense that they are very much a, a meritocracy and really a model for how America's economic system is set up. And that's another topic for another day, but it's the best economic system that's ever existed or ever been invented by man. But he's not too different. So we have the academic institutions, then we have the media, and then we have the sports media. 
And so Gottlieb's comments, you know, we're pro-player, we're anti-establishment, we're anti-president. It's okay to be on the left and have a job. I'm not saying that. Um, but he was talking about uh, Le'Veon Bell, who's a running back for the Steelers, who is holding out because $14 million not, uh, isn't enough for, you know, not even a full nine months of play. So uh, he's holding out. He wants a long-term contract and more money. Okay, fine. You can, you can support him. I, I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, and that's not Kaepernick, and he's not political and all that stuff. Um, but to openly say that you're injecting politics into something that's political in itself. I mean, talk to any uh, uh, Giants and Eagles fans don't like each other. That is, you could say, uh, slightly political. It's, it's, it's tribal, but it's true. And so you're already in, you're, you already have this kind of volatile, you know, if you go out and say, um, you know, remind any Giants fan of the, of the miracle in the Meadowlands, any of that, that'll, that'll get their blood to boil, just like you just insulted their country or their homeland. Um, and, and, and that's a great thing. Why are you injecting politics into that, though? That's, that's my take. Why, why, what makes you think you have the right to be anti-establishment and therefore inject that into sports. I mean, maybe you can have that take, but, but there's no balance. It's all left. It's all left-wing crap. And that's maybe why they're in support of, of the player, because the little oppressed guy who's only making $14 million, um, he's standing up for his right to make, you know, $100 million or however much absur absurd money that, that Le'Veon Bell wants. But it's propaganda unknowingly. You remember when ESPN had um, Caitlyn Jenner uh, Bruce Jenner, what, I don't know, it, what, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to call him, her anymore, but uh, ESPN had her and she was doing this weird, uh, Joe Rogan talked about it, he was doing this, he, he, she, whatever, was doing this, this art thing and they were, they were, had a helicopter over her house or maybe it was a drone, they had a, you know, big, beautiful aerial shot of her mansion and, uh, it was the first time she'd come out as a as a as a mutilated man, and um, it, it becomes this like propaganda where it's not so much as this person had a mental disorder in which they felt like they were the opposite gender. So to make themselves more comfortable with that, they cut off their own penis. Um, that's fine to do a story on that, but it's a little bit. It's different to say, "Wow, look how heroic that! Look how heroic they are." accept them. No, you're not going to make me accept you. I, I'm not going to beat you in the street and throw rocks at you. I'm not going to be a terrible person to, towards you, but I don't have to accept you. Stop making me try to accept you, especially I'm sitting here trying to watch, you know, uh, the Patriots, and now I've got to watch this, this mutilated person talk about how brave they are, um, uh, uh, you know, because they, they were unfortunately born with a mental disorder. That's... Why, why do I have to look at politics when, um, when I watch sport? Is, it would, it is my main complaint, but also it's, it's, it's so far left. And then you see the reaction on the other side. And Dak Prescott is um, probably uh, the 20th best quarterback the Cowboys have had, and they've only had probably about 15 of them. He's, he's the equivalent of Quincy Carter. Um, but he came out, and he's a great leader is what I've heard. And he came out in support of, he said, you know what, um, I support this country, I love this country. You know, he was very much 
against the uh, protest, the anthem protest. And, you know, that's good for the cowboy brand and everything. You know, they're the most recognized, one of the most recognized American sports brands around the world. So it's great that he's in support of his country. Um, but then the media goes out, attacks him. Oh, he's an Uncle Tom. Oh, he doesn't like black people. He's had nothing to do with black people. He doesn't like people protesting the anthem. Uh, and, and, and that's the other thing. He is black, too. So uh, says that he hates black people. You know, stop that. But, but it's okay for the media to go and attack him. But you have uh, someone like Clay Travis, who just wrote a book called uh, Republicans Buy Shoes, too. And he's on... Uh, Again, not even far right, like an Alan Dershowitz. He's not even far right or on the right. He just happens to not be a communist. And he's treated as though he's the Antichrist. And, you know, um, he's on FS1 and kind of in the early morning, they, they, they have him on because he's got a following. Um, but they kind of, they don't treat him well, you know. And, um, and that scene is okay. Uh, and, and that's a problem that, that, that all starts with the academic institutions that teach these people and it becomes such an echo chamber that anybody who's not a, who's not a communist you know is seen as this far right you know mild Unionopolis Hitler um, and 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 that, that that's another real problem that we'll get into later um, but remember when you're watching sports it's not about gun control it's not about protesting the anthem it's about watching the best athletes do something that we all wish we could do and maybe we all pretend we can do it but that's why they're paid the way they are and maybe 14 million dollars isn't a bad paycheck for six months regardless the way academic institutions teach the media as a whole is really a major part of the crime of the century